it, it just like helped to build up my self-esteem. You know what I mean? In this like business realm. Um, and that was, yeah, that was super important to me. And it's, and it rings true on the other side too, when I'm, you know, as I'm more focused on the digital on savvy about social, I've had to find some people to like rally around me and to, and to like really give support because I feel like business can be like mental gymnastics. Like, like you have to, you have to go in every day and like kind of re-motivate yourself and, um, and like, you're the one when you're a business owner, you're the one that are, you're tackling, you know, you're jumping over the hurdles and you're, you're tackling all the problems yourself. A lot of times I don't have a team. Um, and hopefully I'll grow to be able to have a team, but you know, when you're, when you're starting out, um, you're the one that has to figure everything out. And so, yeah, I think that community is super important. Motherhood is an honorable and full-time job, but between the dishes and diapers lies a woman with her own hopes and dreams. Here we discuss the woman behind her title mother and the many things that bring joy into her life. I'm your host, Jerrica, and welcome to season three of She Has a Name Too. This season is packed with inspirational stories of women just like you and I. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. All right, welcome back. I have Kaylee back again with us. Um, And last time we talked about her businesses a little bit. We talked about who she is and she gave some amazing advice about motherhood. Um, But today we're going to focus on her businesses um, and how she balances that. Tell me what inspired you to start Savvy About Social and Kaylee Colors. Oh, man. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on here again. Um, I'm excited to be here. Um, So in the last episode, I kind of shared a lot about a definitely more detailed version of um, what my entrepreneurship journey kind of looked like and what I studied in college. But quick recap um, was I really, I mean... I feel like for a lot of us, we're trying to find our footing in um, when we start out college um, or even just when we graduate high school, we're trying to decide what direction to take our life in. And um, I began start studying music, switched to law, then switched to um, business finance. And within me studying business, I kind of picked up on marketing. So um, the last few years, I've definitely, um, I've, I guess, I haven't run a business necessarily in it. I just started my business this year, Savvy About Social, but um, I had side jobs where I was doing digital marketing. And I've done that for almost six, almost seven years, actually. Um, but within that space, um, I I'd picked up on watercolor um, and I started Kaylee Colors, which is my other business. Um, I haven't really been active in that lately just because I've transitioned to Savvy About Social and really have put my, my focus there. But um, Kaylee Colors was was sprung out of creativity, um, that creative side that I love. And um, I had a great time, you know, just creating water watercolors for, for clients and getting to send those all year round. But mostly, I mean, m- most popular seasons were definitely Christmas and Mother's Day. And it was special for me to be able to kind of help people give those sentimental gifts to their mothers and their loved ones and all of that. So, um, yeah, so kind of, I don't know, the roads kind of meshed together a little bit. I, I had my daughter when I was starting, um, when I started into digital marketing and, um, we had two kiddos that followed closely after. Um, and yeah, kind of, that's where we're at now. (laughs) 
All right. So can you remind us again, you talked about it a little bit in the last episode, but what sparked your interest in um, specifically doing social media management? I actually, I don't know how much I said in the last episode about this, but I've always loved, I have an issue and really love Instagram and Facebook. (laughs) And um, I always was like, oh, it's such an addiction. But then I was like, you know what? I feel like I love it to the point where I could like make a business out of this. And, and like I talked about in the last episode, I started my work. I I might've had some other small gigs before this, but I, I really started in a in an adoption agency and I ran their social media and kind of managed their online presence. Um, And that's where I really started to get into like the algorithms and like social media strategy and all of that. And um, I also would take nap time and listen to podcasts and all about business management and also social media strategy and um, really kind of just like ate it up. I keep like a notebook on the counter and would take notes while I was mopping the floor or whatever. And so that's kind of what got me. I, I mean, of course, like I studied business management and then kind of went into um, the marketing aspect. And that's kind of what got the ball rolling with with that. That's awesome. And and you had like just thing after thing kind of push you in this direction, right? Yeah. So when it comes to your business, who is your biggest cheerleader? Okay, my husband, 100%. And I, I feel so lucky because I know that there's a lot of women that um, – that, aren't fortunate in this realm that either their husbands are a little bit more critical of their work or um, aren't really sure if like the time is worth it. You know what I mean? The time that um, the wife is putting into their business is really worth it. But my husband has been like just pivotal, like just amazing um, during this whole time. And I, I shared this in the last episode, but there was one night where I was really focused at the time on Kaylee colors and on watercolors and all of that. And, um, but something inside of me really wanted to start something new and something that I could like grow. And, um, and I looked at my husband, we were getting ready for bed and I was like, okay, I think I'm going to be a virtual assistant and I'm going to start my own social media strategy, strategy company. And he was like, okay. And so it was like 10 or 11 at night. And I, and I went and started sending emails and he has just, ever since that point, like he has just been so incredible. I tell him, okay, this is my goal to make this much this month or to sign on two more clients or, or whatever. This is, you know, the course that I'm buying that's super expensive, but it's going to teach me how to do this. And he's just been on board every step of the way. And I, I I don't know. It's just incredible. I, he's, he's an incredible person to just kind of let me do my thing and spread my wings and fly. So that's awesome. I really do think that, you know, like you said, some women aren't fortunate to have that support in their husband. Um, but I mean, there's always someone, you know, that, that is in your corner ready to lift you up. And, and if there's not, then go find someone, right? Like, I feel like I still need, I still need like supportive friends. That's kind of, I'm like a social person. And I also want someone that like knows business because my sweet husband is awesome, super supportive, but he doesn't like really know like the intricacies of like what I'm trying to create. And, and that's not his fault. That's because he's like, he's like medical focused. So he's like got all of that stuff down and I have no idea. I don't understand anything about the human body. (laughs) So, um, so, you know, but I've, I've definitely tried to like reach out and find people and I found people like, like you and like, you know, other people on the internet that I can like, that we can relate to in this like business and motherhood, a motherhood journey, you know, kind of collaborating the two. So if you don't have people in your corner, then you can definitely find people. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And Instagram, 
as far as young moms go, Mm -hmm. that is the place to find supporters for real. (laughs) I know. Um, I have met so many amazing women throughout this pandemic over Instagram. I mean, being shut down in home at home all the time, feeling lonely. Um, we had just moved to Southern California like a year before everything shut down. Oh man! And so I feel like I didn't really have like a solid group here. Yeah. And so like, so I reached out and I like I found your your business first, Kaylee Kellers. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I can't remember who shared it, but I had started like following various artists in like the Utah Valley that, that like all live in Provo basically. But I just love them all and I love following you. And um, I just found all of these amazing women who support each other and love each other. And like it's not a competition, right? It's like – this amazing community of women who just love each other. Yeah, I love that. You can totally find that community everywhere. And I definitely, like, when I was more focused on Kaylee Colors, I I had, like, a group of women that we were always chatting because we were all, um, like, artisans and crafters. Mm-hmm. And so we would just chat about different things. And we would, like, go and, like, like and comment on each other's posts and just be supportive, you know, when we were having sales, like, share it, all of that. And it was mm-hmm. so... It was so helpful and it was so like, what's the word? It, it just like helped to build up my self-esteem. You know what I mean? In this like business realm. Um, and that was, yeah, that was super important to me. And it's, and it rings true on the other side too. When I'm, you know, as I'm more focused on the digital on savvy about social, I've had to find some people to like rally around me and to, and to like really give support because I feel like business can be, like mental gymnastics like mm-hmm. like you have to you have to go in every day and like kind of remotivate yourself and um and like you're the one when you're a business owner you're the one that are you're tackling all, you know you're jumping over the hurdles and you're you're tackling all the problems yourself a lot of times i don't have a team um and hopefully i'll grow to be able to have a team but you know when you're when you're starting out um you're the one that has to figure everything out and so yeah i think that community is super important And it's so, I mean, for me, it was so easy to find. At the beginning of 2020, I was like, you know what? I need a break from social media. And then like Mm -hmm. March happened and we all shut down. And I was like, (laughs) no, like, and I I need social media. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I feel like I, there are days where I'm like, holy, am I living in my phone? Because that's like where my community is. That's where my friends are, you know? And And so, um, like you talked about in your last episode about being intentional with time, I think that's so, such great advice for moms because especially like during this turbulent time when we're locking down and coming back out of it and maybe going back to normal, um, maybe shutting down again, who knows, but yeah, oh gosh, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, but we need to like be intentional about our time, but we can still like find community. And I think like we're hard on ourselves, right? Anytime we're on our phone. Cause we know that that's like not a good thing to be on our phones all the time. But right now I feel like we need to give ourselves some grace because like you said, this is a lot of times the only social that we're getting is over social media. Like that's how I feel because before the pandemic, two of my best friends moved and then, um, and then we moved in the middle of the t- pandemic. <laughs> so, so I really like in this new place that we're in, I haven't met any new friends, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I really feel like we should give ourselves some grace and allow ourselves to like 
to be on our phones and not feel ashamed about it, but also, you know, take an inventory and make sure that that's not consuming our lives and that we're giving equal or more attention to our family members. So, yeah, totally. So basically what we're saying, you guys, listeners, <laughs> if you want someone to talk to, come talk to us yeah, <laughs> on social come media. Us. Yeah, sure. we, we will be your friends. Yes, and we'll be your cheerleaders. So yeah, come yeah. To, let's make more friends. Okay. 2021 yeah. needs more friends, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> um, okay. Let's bring it back. <laughs> uh, um, okay. So let's talk more about your business. So what is your favorite part about being a business owner? There's a lot of things. I, I feel like I really get to exercise like my creative juices and, um, you know, like being like the CEO of my own company, I get to really figure out for myself how to build a sustainable company. And, um, and I work really hard to do that, you know, like I do a lot of research, and I talk to a lot of professionals, and um, hopefully it all works out for me, right. But I love I love being able to figure that out. And then I also love being able to like service my clients and make people happy. Um, I think the, the thing that I really love about the work that that I get to do um, is that I get to create my own schedule. Um, so I work Tuesdays and Wednesdays and the rest of the week I really have for my family um, with the exception of like some messaging, some emails, whatever, um, like follow up things. But but I really get to choose my own schedule and take time off when I want to take time off and enjoy the holidays and all of that. Um, and I love being able to decide this might be funny, but I love being able to decide that I am going to make money and then I like make money, you know, because I feel like as a woman and as our time, as the days are evolving and um, times are different than they were, you know, years ago when our, when our parents were, were our age and, and our grandparents were our age, we really, I feel like need to be, I feel like a lot of women are, um, they have that burden on their shoulders of being like co-providers or providers for their family. And, um, and so I really enjoy being able to have that reassurance that if anything, like God forbid, if anything ever happened to Eli, I'd be able to take care of my family. Um, so that's one thing that I really, it's, it's kind of peace of mind for me. It's not only a passion, but it's also like, this is helping our family and it will help our family um, if, you know, worse comes to worse. So yeah, I love that. That is, that's something, um, especially that my mom like really instilled in me was mm -hmm. to make sure like if anything happened to my husband, um, or my relationship, um, yeah, that's true that, that I would be able to take care of myself and my children. Yeah, it's important. And I also feel like even just in modern day society, things are so expensive now that it almost, it almost requires two incomes sometimes. You know what I mean? Like it, it, like even just, I look at the housing market right now and it's like, it's, it's crazy. Like it almost requires like a couple of decent salaries to be able to afford modern day life, which is kind of sad, but that's just where it is, you know? So yeah, I feel like it's important to have, have a backup plan or a plan for yourself. Yeah. And it, I mean, we see that every day in Southern California. Yes, um, yeah. I was <laughs> like, it's crazy. And obviously like we get this stamp of like, oh, it's so expensive. And yes, like it is. And 
I actually, I've, I've been very blessed. Um, we've made intentional decisions so that I can stay home. That's awesome. I mean, like really strict budgeting. We lived in a one-bedroom apartment the first year um, that my husband ha- worked here. And when I, like I went to this mom group the first six weeks postpartum and it was, it was so great, like great supporters. And then we came to the fifth week and um, the facilitator of the group asked us, like, who's going back to work? And I was the only one in the whole circle that was not wow. going back to work. Wow. After six weeks. And that, like, like my heart hurt for those moms, you know? Mm-hmm. I We were still sleepless. We were still going through postpartum depression. And these moms, like, had to go back to work. They, you know, a lot of them – absolutely had to in order to pay the bills. And, you know, that is something like that is very real in our society that sometimes it does require two incomes. I mean, I'm fortunate to be able to be running a business that I love and that I kind of chose for myself, you know, but I know that not everyone is in that same circumstance. A lot of people have to work and they would rather be at home. You know what I mean? And some people and some people would rather work and don't have that opportunity. But yeah, I think, I mean, everyone's circumstance is complete, completely unique to them. And it's important for us to be aware that not everyone is, is some people have their hand forced, you know what I mean, in certain situations. But, but yeah, I think having sympathy, especially for young moms that are going through that, that is so, oh, that is so hard. <laughs> that would be so hard to be going through postpartum depression and knowing that you have to return to work when you have a six month a six week old baby like mm-hmm. I can't even imagine but but yeah mm-hmm. I, and I know that some moms do it just fine you know and mm-hmm. we do what totally. we have to do as moms too right <laughs> yeah yeah and that I mean it totally whatever you do you're a superhero like yeah. you yeah. know it's it's hard to stay home and it's hard to go to work and either way motherhood is difficult yeah um But for sure, like, yeah, (laughs) but like being able to choose, I love that, that you said that like your favorite part of this is that you get to choose your hours. And I think, you know, if you have that opportunity to do it, if you have this business in the back of your mind where you could start choosing your hours and you want to stay home with your kids, like go do it. Let's do it. You know, Um, I totally agree. I feel like that time with your kids is like, is so precious. Like, and I've always had this dilemma within me. Like I have always wanted to work and I've always wanted to be like the best mom that I could be. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying one is exclusive to the other. Cause you can be an amazing mom while working full time. I know you can, I've for seen it. Sure. Done. But for me, yeah. I wanted to be in the home with my kids and have control over like, like what they were doing and what they were learning and all of that. Like I wanted, I want to be with them. And so yeah, that is definitely like one of my top reasons for, um, you know, loving this business is, is that I get to choose to be with my kids when I want to during the day. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Okay. So, but there are harder parts too, right? (laughs) So, (laughs) so what is the hardest part about being a business owner? Because it's not, it's not just all roses and rainbows. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so tell it's us about hard. it. <laughs> well, I kind of mentioned before, it's seriously like mental gymnastics. Like, 
I, there's some days that I wake up and I'm so pumped to do the work, to do my work mm -hmm. and to work on my business and in my business. And, and then there's other days where it's like a drag and I'm like, I just cannot get myself for whatever reason, I cannot get myself to want to do this today. And, you know, I really try my best to like, listen to that inner voice a little bit and say like, okay, maybe this is not what I should be doing today. Maybe my focus should be elsewhere, but there are times too, where it's like, okay, buckle down, get the work done, <laughs> you know? Cause mm -hmm. like I said, I don't have a team. I'm the only one that's like making the wheels turn here in this business. So I think that's like been the hardest thing for me is like really having to be like, my own cheerleader in my head and kind of um, get myself to do the harder tasks. Um, and also like figuring all this stuff out, um, digital marketing, digital marketing when I'm doing it for someone else is fine. And I feel like it goes a lot smoother than <laughs> when I'm trying to figure it out for my own business. And I think it's just because like, I'm too close to my own business to see like, okay, this is what needs to happen here. I need to change this, this and this, like I'm too close, I'm in it. So figuring those things out can be hard when you're just bootstrapping and trying to do it on your own. But, but you know, one step at a time and I'm trying to like just enjoy the process a little bit because I know that Rome wasn't built in a day and my business won't be, won't be amazing and, you know, in one week of good effort. But, you know, we try just one day at a time. So that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rome was not built in a day. <laughs> no, no, it was not. We shouldn't expect the same for ourselves, right? Yeah, exactly. Because we need to, like, we need to talk about those hard things too. And so, so thank you for bringing that up. Um, okay, so this is the last question. How do you balance motherhood and your business? Um, well, I feel like I kind of touched on this in the previous episode, but um, I really, at least for me, I really don't feel like there's going to ever be a balance. I don't feel like it's very fair for us to try every day to like achieve a certain balance because like I don't even feel like there's a definition for that. You know, like what does balance look like? Balance for you is going to be different for, you know, for me, like balance for my life. And so... Um, and, and I really noticed once I had, um, my third son, my third child, I, I realized that I did not have control. <laughs> like I, I had like a certain amount of control, but not as much control as I really thought. So balance for me, honestly, is kind of more of like a mentality. It's like, okay, I, I, I'm, tr I'm doing my best here and I'm doing my best here. Like I try and take like an honest assessment at the end of every day and say, okay, like what, what did I do? Well, what did I, what do I need to improve on tomorrow? Like, did I not give my kids the attention that they needed today? Okay. Tomorrow we're going to do something fun. We're going to go, you know, we're, I'm going to give them some more one-on-one -on -one attention. I don't feel like it's like that you can get to the point where every day is like perfectly balanced. I think it's like an ongoing thing. It's something that you have to work out every day. But, but yeah, that's my opinion. I know that some some mothers will are maybe they have a magical formula and they've figured it out. But that's kind of where I am and what I see right now. That is just a fantastic answer. I love that. It is. <laughs> it's totally going to look different for everyone, and it's mm -hmm. going to look different every single day. Yeah, it really is because motherhood is different every single dang day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> um, okay, so where can people follow you? Yeah, so um, for more of like my personal page and a lot of motherhood, um, motherhood posts and whatnot, I'm at Kaylee underscore colors. 
Um, and then if you want to follow along with my business, I share all things like digital marketing, how to grow a following on social media, all the goods. Um, and that's at Savvy About Social. So both on Instagram, you can also find Facebook pages, but most active on Instagram. So perfect. Thank you so much for coming on and telling us more about your business and what it's like to run a business as a mom. Yeah, just great. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's been so fun. So hope to do it again soon. Thank you for listening. Join the conversation and stay up to date on new episodes on Instagram at she has a name too. And make sure that you check out Kaylee's Instagram at Savvy About Social. She Has a Name Too is a production of Mecco Radio. I, Jerrica Dennison, was your host and was joined by Kaylee Southern. This episode was edited by Alex Williams. Mecco.